0: welcome again to the TND podcast Uh, my name is Chris Ingalls we're glad to have you thank you so much for listening Uh, As we're heading into our couple of episodes for January, we got something special, which we'll talk about here in just a minute um, for everyone. Uh, But as a reminder, we are still working our way through the Apostles' Creed. Uh, The Apostles' Creed from long ago, a quick and memorable summary of our beliefs. And why are we doing this? Because at Novation Church, uh, it it is our... Uh, How we answer, what do we believe, if you go out onto NovationChurch.org, you'll find the Apostles' Creed. It's our modern, updated version. Um, But why we have that on there? Because it's a good guide for our teaching, protects us against error in teaching, and it, again, to say it again, it's a good summary of our beliefs. So, Joining us today to continue one little section of the Apostles' Creed for this month is Pastor Scott Applegate. Scott, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me again. And you and I are pretty excited for the guest to our right or across from us here, Pastor Russ Fraze, currently uh, leads, founder of the ministry Joshua Nations and uh, our former dean of students at Rocky Mountain Bible Institute, do Pastor Russ, we are glad to have you and excited to have you with us. Thank
1: you. It's great to be here with you guys. I look forward to what the Lord will speak on our speak to our hearts to share.
2: Awesome. People call you Russ. We call you the Dean. We do. Uh, dean. <laughs> Pastor Russ founded uh, Rocky Mountain Bible Institute back in 1991. 92. 92. And I was part of the second graduating class yes, and you, you were, were Chris a few years after him. graduated 98.
1: I remember It feels you. like a long time. Yeah. Ago. <laughs> I remember you brothers very well. <laughs> the thing the thing
2: that I loved about Rocky Mountain Bible Institute was just the personal touch that was there cuz I were I was a fairly new believer when I started going and and I remember like, Russ phrase is this, He's a man of God and he, you knew the Bible and yet it didn't take me very long to realize how personal you were and how much you loved each one of us students mm-hmm. and never, you never tried to intimidate us or whatever. Yeah. It was always felt like we were we were just being fathered and I appreciate yeah. that.
1: Well, that was a great time. Great time, those 13 and a half, 14 years yeah. for all of us.
0: Yeah, uh, Enjoyed you not just as a teacher, but as a mentor Uh in that two years that we were there. And my story very quickly on that was I'm in a Wednesday morning prayer group at Faith Bible Chapel. Part of my group was uh, Pastor Russ Fraze. And that particular Wednesday morning was a couple of weeks after graduating from Colorado School of Mines. And guys had been praying for me. And afterwards... Uh, who at the time to me was pastor russ comes up and says have you ever thought about possibly going through bible college and i said russ no i haven't but i left that morning with that seed not just planted it was plunged into my heart and by the next week my wonderful wife now of i better get this right (laughs) (laughs) Twenty. Careful now. Careful. Twenty-three years. um, I went back to her. She was going to be getting married to a man that was going to be heading into some sort of chemical engineering, (coughs) petroleum refining career, and uh, in in a matter of weeks got flipped on her head that she would be supporting A full-time student for a couple of (laughs) years. (laughs) And she still loves Pastor Russ absolutely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now you know the rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, guys. So uh, the little portion of the Apostles' Creed, but with heavy implications that we're going to talk about today, is we believe in the Holy Spirit. And um, I, kind of the first thing, just within the Apostles' Creed, we say it serves as a guide of our teaching, to our teaching. So I would ask both of you, kind of whichever one of you want to respond first, feel free. But in your guys' experience in ministry, in life, in, you know, in within church communities, uh, training uh, communities, uh, how has the Holy Spirit been or served as that guide to your teaching.
1: Well, Chris, uh, he's been everything. John thirteen or John fourteen, twenty six tells us that he is the teacher, and he will teach you all things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That means everything. Everything. And uh, and that's pertaining to, of course, the Word of God, because the Word of God was written. ...by men who were breathed on by the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit taught to them. All of the the authors uh, in the Bible um, were anointed and they were taught by the Holy Spirit. And they said what God wanted said through the venue of the Holy Spirit. So when we teach, it's under the anointing of the Holy Spirit... And since the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible as we know it, then he ought to know what it means. <laughs> and so he, he interprets that to us and teaches us all things regarding the scripture and everything in life, right. all things, because he's all-knowing, uh, what is that, omniscient, Is that the theological term? (laughs) He's all-knowing. So since he's all-knowing, then as we teach the Bible, as we study it, as we read it, we must depend upon the Holy Spirit who is the teacher. So God taught the writers, and the writers teach us through the Holy Scriptures. And I guess we kind of call that the anointing. That is the fullness and the awareness of the Holy Spirit on us as we teach or preach or uh, read and understand the scriptures. And um, I've always asked for the Holy Spirit, when I'm teaching anywhere or preaching, for the Holy Spirit to teach me and give me revelation for whoever the audience might be. Whether it be a, a large audience or a small audience, or just one-on-one, I've right. found out over the years many, many times, the greater truths come and revelations come in one-on-one. And yeah. you know, I call it the coffee moment. Yeah. You know, I got a <laughs> I got a cup of coffee down here at my feet, and it's pretty strong. You, got, <laughs> you guys didn't mention it's church coffee. And, uh, but I've found many times in a coffee moment, Holy Spirit will bring a revelation or truth. And so we, we must include him because he is the greatest teacher. Mm. Uh, albeit we all teach and preach, but he's the greatest teacher. I think um,
2: to, to know the Holy Spirit is to read the scriptures, right, from the very beginning. I mean, he was part of creation the Holy Spirit, we see Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Paul interprets Je- Jesus as the creator of all right. things, but the Spirit was also there, the Holy yes. Spirit was there. and He, The Holy Spirit being active in, in the Hebrew scriptures or the Old Testament, you see him coming upon people and they acknowledge that, but then when Jesus comes, he brings the perfect picture of what God is like. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Then he told his disciples, it's better that I go away so that the Spirit can come, you know? And we know what happened on the day of Pentecost. And now as New Covenant, New Testament believers, we walk in the Spirit. The Spirit leads us, guides us, confirms to us that we're children of God. I mean, all the wonderful things that the Spirit does. But Pastor Russ, when you said he wrote the book, he he knows what's in it. When he inspired the authors, I. I believe it was you that taught me this as well that the scriptures are the inspired word of god or the revelation of god the revelation of the gospel we now get illumination to the scripture when we read it when we discuss it when we have conversations like this the light bulbs just going on more and more and more that's the work of the spirit to show us a passage maybe we've read 10 times, and then the 11th time you see something new in it because the yeah. Holy Spirit just, boom, he illuminates that that truth for us. That's one of the most exciting things when, when you know, whoa, I didn't see that before. And then all of a sudden you see it. Well, thank you, Holy Spirit, for turning
0: the lights on for me there. Right. There were a couple things. Uh, in December's podcast, we talked about um, Mary Magdalene at the tomb, and she was... When she when she recognized Jesus she went and she was she wanted she was clinging to mm-hmm. him and we talked about how uh, that language there is like she wanted to possess him, never have him leave and um, you know that she like she, he's back he's not leaving me again but he told her I have to go and that but you' are when we talked about that he's like no you know sweetheart, I got to go but you know what you're going to be better off because of it. Mm-hmm. And the better off is his very presence. The Holy Spirit now abides in us. I'm not having to clean. He's he abides in and with me constantly. Well, think think about that. That's when Jesus walked
2: the earth, he could only be around a certain number of people. Yeah. Now that he's ascended to the Father and poured out the Spirit, the very presence of Jesus is with us all the all of us all
0: the time yes. 24/7. And it, and the second thing that I came to mind was classic the dean. From now on, I am going to be looking for the coffee moment. So <laughs> there are many, what do we call them, colloquialisms, little dean quotes that you know Scott and I still remember from many years ago, and, and now we've got another one. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God who declares me
3: innocent.
0: question and as a quick encouragement we will put these into the TND Facebook group if you haven't heard of that listen to the end of the show here we'll give you a little bit more information to get out there and be a part of the discussion on the TND Facebook group but um, I guess kind of a dual question here it is taking what we were just saying is the holy spirit relevant to us today and, and i think the obvious answer to that question is is yes but how how is he how is he relevant why is he so important in our lives today pastor us I, I would ask you uh, to take that question just
2: even a hair further like with all your travel that you do around the world
3: yeah, yeah that's
2: good how many divine appointments did the Holy Spirit? Like, what's what's even one most recently where you knew the Spirit of God connected you with somebody you didn't even know, and all of a sudden, boom, ministry happened because of it? I would love to hear some of that.
1: Well, you know, the Holy Spirit does connect us and put us in places and with people that we would no other be. Um, In traveling around the world, i think 97 nations now in 70 nations that we have the um, the school in the Joshua Nations Bible Training Centers all the time we're seeing you know the activity of the holy spirit in connecting us with people that we had no idea uh, almost every day we get reports of people who are involved with Joshua Nations that we didn't even know about, uh-huh. and it was the Holy Spirit that that did that. For instance, when we went into Cuba 15 years ago, and uh, presented the Joshua Nations curriculum, at that time we had no training manual. We had nothing, but the Holy Spirit. Uh, we had the, we just had the curriculum, and uh, within a month we'd printed 33,000. Books there. And then we didn't have anything, as I said, to train them. No training whatsoever. But the Holy Spirit breathed on that and multiplied it into now 88,000 students that have been engaged. But now we have a training process that we work and go through uh-huh. but uh maybe we should uh, <laughs> just trust the holy spirit but but he has the ability and and he took that and and released that all through the nation of cuba you know all by himself you know i found out that if we'll trust the holy spirit he can do it all by himself and and sometimes we're just conduits of the holy spirit you know to minister to people or uh, in what God's called all of us to do, but he, He's uh, He's He's uh, He's He's so relevant that uh, I heard one time years ago that in the end times, unless we're possessed, filled, and empowered by the Holy Spirit, we're not going to make it. Mm. And it's true. He's uh, I think one of the greatest things in in my life is that. Uh, Ephesians and Thessalonians and Romans uh, three places tells us that when we're born again he seals us he seals us unto the day of redemption of our body and mind and all of that and so we're I think uh, one of the important things is, is the sealing of the spirit and another one is the speaking spirit Acts 13 when they were praying and worshiping and fasting The Holy Spirit said, send Mm -hmm. Paul, Barnabas. He sent them on the first missionary journey, and therefore they established the gospel in all the known world because he said, and he's a speaking spirit. Uh, This morning as I was in prayer with a group of men, and the Holy Spirit said to me, there's plenty in 2020. (laughs) You know, just a a simple statement There's plenty. And then yesterday, through a word of prophecy, which the Holy Spirit will give, I told a brother, I said, I thank God for just not what you do, but for who you are. The Holy Spirit gave me that word for him, which was a word of encouragement and comfort and um, uh, exhortation. Uh And uh, I, I saw his response and... Many times people think who are involved with our ministry that we're so grateful for what they do, and we are, but we're more grateful for who people are and what they are as opposed to what they do. And so the Holy Spirit just gave me that that prophetic word uh, right there for that brother. So he's a he's a speaking spirit, and as he lives with us, he'll speak to us and you know, so many different ways. Mm -hmm. But he will hook us up with people, uh, with events, you know. Through the years, I'm just trying to think there's been so many times that he's put us in the right place at the right time with the right people.
2: How would you tell the folks that are listening, um, it's easy for sometimes for us to think, well, yeah, Pastor Russ walks in the Spirit and hears from the Spirit, or Pastor so-and-so, or... This person, how can you help the folks that are listening to realize just what happened to you with this word that you had of encouragement for somebody? What what can we do to just be you know prepared and listen and, and tune in and say, Oh, that was God that actually do that. What would you encourage people?
1: Yeah, well, I'd encourage people in the same Holy Spirit that lives in me or lived in a Billy Graham or lived in a Moody or whoever. The it's the same Holy Spirit. <laughs> Good. It, it's the same one. And he will speak to us thoughts or impressions. And um, years ago, a man was given two hundred fifty thousand dollar grant to study the voices of crickets. <laughs> <laughs> two hundred fifty thousand, quarter million dollars. After his study, he found out there was two hundred seventy some cricket noises. The way crickets make their noise. Huh. So, if he could listen to 275 cricket sounds we just have one voice to listen to that's the Holy Spirit so when we're born again he comes within us and then there's the filling and fullness of the Holy Spirit so we have to train our ears to hear Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit and we simply do that as we read the word we ask the Lord Father speak to me so in the mornings I ask the Holy Spirit not every morning but uh, as I can and as it comes to my mind, I ask the Holy Spirit speak to me today and he will
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And then there's some times when I don't and he speaks anyway. yeah like this morning. He said there's plenty in 2020. 2020 <laughs> I thought, okay, I receive that because I'm going to need plenty in 2020. Plenty of finances, plenty of grace, plenty of anointing, plenty of everything that he has. I'm going to need, and daily, he loads our paths with abundance. Mm -hmm. And uh, so for everybody can, as they train the ear to listen to the Holy Spirit, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. So simply it's the asking in the training of your ears, you listen to the word and just listen to the Holy Spirit. Be silent.
2: I think that's awesome because isn't that a promise in Romans that the children of God are led by the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. And so for all of us, I think sometimes when we say, well, I heard, you know, felt like God said to me yeah. or whatever. It's a, it is a faith thing where yeah. I, I believe the Lord, you know, just you're example of the brother you, you spoke to and said, you know, and gave him a word of encouragement. You had to step out in faith that you were hearing from God on that. And so, to, like you said, that, that to me is the key, is the training ourselves to know this is the spirit prompting me right now. We don't hear audible words or whatever. There's a prompting in our hearts, right? That, and once you step out, the more you realize, yeah, this is God. This is God.
0: So I call that some of my own study this year, even further on The Holy Spirit, Um, it's a familiarity thing. And that's what I hear you sharing. And this helped me earlier this year when I was uh, in one of my my odd years. So years that end odd numbers, I'll tend to bounce around wherever my little head might take me, which can be a lot of different places. You mean mean in your Bible reading? (laughs) In my Bible reading and engaging with the scriptures. and, And one of those was just spending some time in the Holy Spirit. And... Throughout the Scripture, the Holy Spirit, even embedded in some of the ancient Hebrew language, Greek language, but even just the the tenor of so many prophets and the apostles, especially, um, the Holy Spirit is the very presence oh. of God, oh. right? Yeah. And but that is beyond being in the presence of chris or the presence of scott or the presence of russ that presence takes on a personhood just because he's different than us right (laughs) he's god so his very presence takes on this personhood. the way i think about that i've known russ now for 20 years plus right for two years Oh, it was almost every single day, five right. to six days a week, I was in the presence of the dean, of Pastor Russ. Um, when you, especially in my life, but I know it applies to many of his students, but even beyond that, you see when you come into, and, I, and I'm not trying to build you up more than what you should be, but when you come into Pastor Russ or the dean's presence, there's just a notable it's an experience to be in, in, in your presence. There is an experience of, you know, there is a degree of he's a statesman. Would you agree? I mean, he is an ambassador. There's that kind of presence. It feels that You way. know what I,
2: I would say to that, and Pastor Russ, this is all, I know you give all the glory to the <laughs> Lord, so just know that. But yeah. you are a mentor to many, many people, oh. and especially, I know for me. The thing I, I always sense around you, what I think you were getting at, Chris, is in the book of Acts, they took note that the disciples had been yes. with Jesus. Yep. When people are around you, they take note that you've spent time with the Lord. And that you've is spent exactly what I love. I love that.
0: To. Yes,
1: well, it's, and, that's and, very encouraging. Thank you. You're kind.
0: And, but when we <laughs> when we come into the presence of God, it is that peace. But beyond that, His very presence has this personhood that is called the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and boy, it's not. It's not easy to get familiar with him, but he desires that. That's clear in the scriptures. The more time we spend in God's presence, which we can accomplish in so many ways, certainly some time in prayer, some time with the word, some time in worshiping together with others, joining us on a Sunday morning, coming into community and worshiping, that familiarity gets built and through practice I can still remember uh, two memories came to mind one sitting at a faith Bible um, evening service and remembering that this word was on my heart and I was nervous and I didn't want to share it and so I sat on it and I sat on it and this lady just a couple of rows down from me just I mean just actually just on the same row but a couple of people down um, sp- and I had even taken the time to write out what was in my heart. And she spoke this out to the community of the evening of Faith Bible Chapel service, word for word. <laughs> word for word. Yes. It was exactly what I wrote down. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm learning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. And then the second one that came to mind when you were sharing, Russ, was... RMBI was coming to a close, and because you said, you said it right here, and you just you said it in passing, but you just said, trust the Holy Spirit. RMBI is closing down. Um, this thing called Joshua Nations was in your heart, and I was so privileged because you had called and said, would you go to lunch with me? Of course, I'll go to lunch with you. That's absolutely And you sat across, I think it was at Mimi's over in uh, Golden over there. And we sat across from one another at lunch and you shared some of the heart and vision of of Joshua Nations. And you told me like, Chris, I'm 60 years old and I'm starting this whole thing and I'm nervous, but I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit. I still remember yeah. that, Russ. I, I still <laughs> remember that. <laughs> and I, look what God has done. You and God have done with Joshua Nation. I, I think, so. I think through this familiarity of knowing
2: the Holy Spirit's presence, that's that's a good way to summarize. I think what I know what you've taught me, in your time in the Word and prayers, to, to get familiar and. You had us read a book at RMBI called Practicing His Presence by Brother Lawrence.
0: Mm, I, remember I don't that. know if
2: brother was his first name or really or not, <laughs> but <laughs> that book really impacted me. Yeah. Brother Lawrence wrote the kind of like a diary yeah. of his experiences of recognizing God's presence and that he tried to, every 15 minutes of the day while he was awake, he would acknowledge God's presence. Because often we'll pray prayers like, Lord be with us, Lord be with us. That's not... He's with us, Lord. Help me to recognize that You're with me, right. and when we practice that, then then it's a relationship, right? And it's yes. not some outward whoa experience that we that we make we make it out to be. It's it's a when it becomes a relationship, it becomes. That's when you have these kind of experiences.
1: Yeah, very um, very few times in, I guess, fifty-two years now, have I had. Mystical, right? (laughs) wow, (laughs) you know, and I've had a few of those, but they've always had the import of the Holy Spirit, teaching, speaking, direction, something life-changing, you know. But all of the rest of them have been that small, still voice, and we train ourselves, as you said, through worship, through reading the Word, through listening, and the more we do that, then the more familiar... We're, you're, we're talking about familiar because he's a person. Uh-huh. Thirteen times in John, it says he. He is a right. person. Yeah. So he's a person living within us. and um, But it's that familiarity. And once you begin to hear him more and more and more, and then, then you can be sure that it's the Holy Spirit speaking. And if he isn't, I, I do this. If I'm not really sure, I'll call somebody. You know, I'll <laughs> run it by them. You know, or two or three people because there's safety in a multitude of counsel. But if I don't really know, then I'll call somebody, and 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 uh, and test the spirits. We're to test the spirits, and sometimes if we don't know, then test the spirit. Yeah. call somebody right. or by the word of God, but your your this theme you're 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 espousing here is the familiarity we can become very familiar with him but the Holy Spirit like us the Holy Spirit is a work in progress and in my life too all right. after all these years he's still a work in progress sometimes I'll say I missed it there You know, like you talked about the prophetic word, there's times I've had a prophetic word and because of fear or whatever, I didn't give it, then somebody else gave the exact same word and I kicked myself, you know, (laughs) uh, not that uh, I or they would get credit for giving the word, but I kicked myself because God wanted to use me and he was teaching me. And sometimes it's a hit and miss and still, if I don't listen to him, and when he speaks, uh, uh, then I, I can miss an opportunity. Like we were at Walmart uh, doing some Christmas shopping a couple weeks ago, and here was a lady bent over pushing a, a, a cart, you know, and and um, she was. We kind of engaged as we were going. The Holy Spirit said pray for her, mm. but I didn't. We were so busy. Mm moved on with what we were doing and I didn't pray for her and it would have been an opportunity to yeah. minister to her but I didn't and then I did go back and look for her because I was trying to okay I'm gonna I'm gonna make
3: up for conviction.
1: this and I, didn't, I didn't see her but but the Holy Spirit it spoke
2: to pray for her. yeah I love that what we're talking about because when you said it's not this mystical experience, it's, it's practical. It's relational, it's practical, it's powerful, right? And you know the Lord spoke through you or to you. I, I had an experience not too long ago where I went out for, for pizza with, with somebody from Novation. And uh, he asked me, he said, you, you do a lot of ministering to people. He said, how do you get filled back up? And I kind of gave him the little pastoral, well, I, I have a br- group of brothers, and I read, and, I, and I'd left, and this weight was on me. And I was like, I actually am pretty heavy laden right now, burdened. And I, I, all I said was, I was driving, and I said, Lord, will you minister to me? And the spirit came on me. I was bawling, driving. People probably thought I was. What's wrong with this guy? But I was. The joy of the Lord came on me, and a peace. And all I said was, "Lord, would you minister to me?" That's yeah. the Holy Spirit at right. work yeah. in our life.
1: And sometimes He just, with me, He just drops in on me, and I'll have meltdowns. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean. I mean. I can be driving down the road, mind my old business not even thinking about God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit or anything spiritual, then all of a sudden just begins to fall on me. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm like you, Pastor, I'm, I'm weeping. It's, I'm just so thankful and grateful to God. And he has so many expressions, you know, and ways to minister to us. And a lot of times he does the most spiritual thing when we are the most unnatural. I found that so true. It's, you know, I'm just so unnatural that all of the Holy Spirit does. And I think He just wants us to know that He is there, He understands, He knows, and knows when to do that. And so I have my meltdowns, you know.
0: I love you guys Uh, sharing that because it feels counterintuitive that the very God that created the universe wants to be with us, desires to yeah. desires to have us in his presence. And that's what I hear you guys sharing there. So
1: And now all, all of us, everybody, yeah. everybody, it's for everybody. Everybody's been born again knows yeah. Christ. It's for them. Part of the family. So, that's why he's so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's the most neglected person today in Christianity and in churches and in a lot of Christians. Right. He's just neglected. And we're stewards of everything God gives us. So we're stewards of the Holy Spirit. We're responsible as leaders and Christians to live in the realm of the Spirit and release that to everybody
3: that we can. it's yeah, good. Very good. Yeah. Peace, I'm this Chris, before you wrap
2: this up, um, I want to let everyone know that Pastor Russ has three excellent resources that you can learn more about the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Um, He has a book, in a personal book called Runways of the Heart. Um, And then there's the Holy Spirit Manual, which is a a study in the scriptures about the person and work of the Holy Spirit. It's like a workbook. It's a workbook. And both of those are available at the Novation info table if you're here on a Sunday. Also would encourage anybody to go to joshuanations.org. And there's 27 videos that... uh, pastor russ teaching on the holy spirit that you can engage with and um i would we would encourage you to do that you'll yeah. you'll Fif,
1: 15 15 videos 27 minutes long okay that's what it was and yeah and they can go on and take the course online perfect um and um
2: and it's you teaching through the manual right
1: right it's uh, it's um right exactly
0: take them right through it so I encourage everybody to get get those and at the very least we will uh, to wrap up just reminder TND Facebook group come out um, request membership if you're not already there uh, if you're not a member in there and join in the discussion and conversation with us at the very least for this uh, for the month of January we'll make sure to have a link out to joshuanations.org so that you can find that spot thank you guys again for joining us yeah.